This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelore. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts, we're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks. Today's episode is all about helping you create a paradigm shift in how you relate to your body. Now, you might be thinking, what exactly is a paradigm shift, Erin? So a paradigm is a set of beliefs that we hold to be true. It's a framework for the way that we see things. I'll give you an example here. So back in the day, a long, long time ago, a paradigm was that the earth was flat and had edges that rotated up a little bit. So the earth is flat is an example of a paradigm. Then as we as humans gathered more information, we realized that the earth is a sphere. There was a paradigm shift and the new paradigm is that the earth is a sphere. Now we all operate (laughs) from this paradigm that the earth is a sphere and that new paradigm shift has changed the way that we see the world. Now, when I'm working with my health coaching clients, a paradigm I often hear in subtle ways or very overtly is that people feel like their body is working against them. They feel like their body is not right. Maybe their body is holding on to weight or they're not able to lose the weight. Maybe they're feeling really tired and fatigued all the time or they're anxious or they struggle with depression. At some level, they're uncomfortable in their body. For others, it just feels like their body is wrong. They can't necessarily pinpoint what it is. They just don't like it or they don't feel comfortable or at home in their body. So if you've ever felt this way about your body or in your skin, I have a new paradigm that I would love for you to try on. I have eight paradigms that I kind of work with as a health coach and in the group program, The Robbie D. Reset. So this is one of those paradigms, and I really think it creates such a powerful change. So I want you to imagine for a second, taking off (laughs) the gray or blue glasses that you're wearing right now. We're just talking hypothetically here. Taking off those blue-gray glasses that believe that there's something wrong with your body, that you're uncomfortable with it, that, that it's not right. I want you to imagine tossing those over your shoulder, and I want you to pick up a new pair of sparkly, let's go with rose-colored glasses, and I want you to try this on for me. Your body is on your team. I'm going to say it again. Your body is on your team. Now I want you to say it with me. All right. My body is on my team. Try it on with me. My body is on my team. From the moment that you were born, your body has been doing its very best to grow and expand and heal and support and care for you. 
your lungs are breathing and you don't even have to think about it. They just breathe and process oxygen and send that oxygen to every part of your body. Your heart is beating all day, every day, even when you're sleeping. Your body's probably fighting off a virus of some sort right now, and it might be digesting your last meal. You've had a cut, I'm guessing, at some point in your life, and your body healed, and you didn't even have to focus on it. Your body grew. It's grown. It's expanded. For some of you, maybe it's carried babies. Your body is on your team. It is working for you. Now, this doesn't mean that your body is perfect because I know some of you are listening right now and maybe you're struggling with infertility or there was a loss or a miscarriage or maybe you've had cancer or there's chronic pain and it really feels difficult to step into this paradigm that your body is on your team. So I certainly don't want to gloss over the emotions that you're feeling during those times because those moments come with a lot of pain and grief and heartache and anger. And those feelings are so valid. But this is a paradigm that you can still try on when you're ready for it. And maybe even when you're in this difficult moment, you'll be able to put it on and find a little more peace. So your body is on your team. The question is not whether it's supporting you, but really whether you are supporting it through your actions, through your thoughts that you think. It's obvious when we think about the actions that we can take, how these can support our body or hurt our body. But I think a lot of people forget to consider their thoughts and the way that can support or hurt their body. I know that there are thoughts you think that make you feel more expansive, that make you feel safe, that make you feel excited. And there are also thoughts that you think that make you feel constricted or smaller or stuck. So when I'm talking about getting back on the same team as your body and supporting your body, working, using teamwork, I'm talking about the actions you take, but also the thoughts that you have. And the thoughts that you have stem from the beliefs that you have. So we got to look at all of these things to get back on the same team as your body. So if you're somebody who has often felt that your body's just not enough, it's not functioning the way that you would hope, it doesn't look the way that you would hope it would look, I want you to consider how you are supporting your body. Are you giving it water? Are you feeding it nourishing foods? Are you starving it? Are you overfeeding it? Are you allowing it pleasure? Are you supporting it in healing from trauma, giving yourself space to process and metabolize things that have happened in the past? Are you giving it rest when it's tired? Are you speaking to it kindly? Are you loving on it? I mean, we can go back to the basics. Are you keeping it clean? Your body has been by your side since your first breath, and it is the vessel that you're going to habitate until your final breath. How are you taking care of your number one teammate? Your body is on your team. How would things change if you started treating it like this? How would things change if you started treating your body as if it was a child? Even imagining your inner child, the you when you were 6, 11, 15, 
Now, I want to be mindful that we're not moving into like diet culture, toxic wellness, where you're working out five days a week and you're you're intermittent fasting and you're doing all these things. That's not what I'm talking about. And if it feels difficult to know how to take care of your body without moving into that space, I want you to imagine for a second the voice of a kind, compassionate, supportive parent. And I hope that you grew up with somebody like that. But if you didn't, I still find most people can kind of tap into that voice. If you were to think about what that voice, that person, that mentor, that special person in your life, what advice they would give you, that's the energy that we're leaning into. So generally, they might say something like, yeah, let's let's make sure that we're getting the veggies in and some protein. And yes, you can have a bit of dessert. And, you know, let's get out for a walk because you've been at your desk all day or you're stressed and I'll hold your hand. Let's just go for a walk and take in the sunlight or the sound of the birds. So it's that kind of voice that we're looking for. That's the way that we want to speak to our body, that that supportive, compassionate, kind voice doesn't sound like it's pushing. It's not a drill sergeant. It's wrapped up in a certain softness. It's also not going to let us just sit on the couch playing video games and eating Cheetos all of the time, which I know some of you are scared will happen if you take a break. So it's also not letting us get away with just sleeping in every day, staying up until 3 a.m., all of these things. It's caring for us in all of the ways. So thinking for a moment about how it is that you treat your body through actions and through the words that you speak to it. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Robbie Detox. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend 
friends. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code rawbeautytalks at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code rawbeautytalks. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. When we are born, we use our body as a tool, right? When you look at a little kid, a toddler, they're walking, they're playing, they're exploring, they're creating, they're hugging onto their mama. Their body is this tool that they gain so much pleasure from, and they're really connected to their body. They know when they're hungry. They know when they're full. (laughs) They tell us loud and clear when they're tired. We know when they want to play. They're really tapped and tuned in. As we get older, the world starts to tell us in subtle or honestly not so subtle ways that our body is wrong. It's the wrong color, the wrong size, the cellulite is wrong, the eyelashes are wrong. It's not strong enough, it's not soft enough, it's not young enough, it's not thin enough, it's not plump enough. The expectations placed on our bodies to fit an impossible mold are everywhere. This is why I'm so excited about Free to Be. If you're not following Free to Be Talks on Instagram, get over there, okay? We're going to be talking a lot about these beauty standards and and stereotypes and pressures that are placed on us that give us information that our body is wrong. This is a lie. These messages are coming from the beauty industry that wants to sell us stuff. It's coming from family and from generational stories that are being passed down that aren't always in our best interest. They're coming from media. It's their cultural messages. Again, oftentimes that have been around for a long time and are no longer serving us where we're at right now. And so over time, especially kind of when we hit puberty and beyond, we begin to believe that our bodies are wrong, shameful, they're embarrassing, We start to feel things that are uncomfortable and we begin to disconnect from our body. The paradigm shifts from this body that is a tool and a pleasure and a vessel to my body is wrong. My body is against me. My body is not working right. And when that happens, we begin to outsource the needs of our body to somebody else. For example, we believe our body is too big. So we look to the personal trainer, the blog writer, the latest health and wellness guru to tell us what we should be eating to get a smaller body and when we should be eating to get a smaller body and how much we should be eating to get a smaller body. We stop working as a team with our body. We disconnect from our hunger and fullness signals in order to follow somebody else's guidelines because we believe that our body is wrong and that we can't trust it. So this may seem like a good idea in the short term, but the long-term implications are really profound because when we stop working in communication with our body and we can no longer hear those signals, the body either has to speak really loudly to get us to pay attention, and I'll talk about what that looks like in a moment, or it just shuts off completely. And I believe this is when we start to see things like depression and anxiety and weight gain or weight loss, when we start to have headaches that are really profound. 
All of these are ways that our body is speaking to us, trying to get our attention, trying to get back on the same page. So today I'd like to invite you back to a paradigm that is not something I've just made up. Like it is the paradigm that you originally existed from as a child, where you and your body are on the same team and you are working together to grow and evolve and self-express to align with your values. When you look out in nature, a tree starts as a little seed and it grows and it needs water and soil and sunlight and all of these good things in order to continue to flourish, in order to continue to expand and to reach its quote unquote full potential. Well, you are nature too. Your body wants to grow and expand and support you, but it needs an environment that is conducive to that. So your body is on your team. Now, you might be thinking, Erin, okay, okay, my body is on my team. I get it. You've said that 17 times. I really want to drive this message home in this episode. And you're thinking, I like this idea, but how do I actually embody it? Because for so long, I've been existing as if my body is wrong. How do I strengthen that? How do I step into this paradigm? Let's talk about that. So the first tip that I have for you is to start listening to your body. And in order to do that, we've got to go inward. So I love the idea and practice this myself of mindful moments to check in little mindful moments. This doesn't have to take a long time where you're taking a breath and you're noticing what's going on in the body, checking in, listening to the body and you're listening for signals. And we're going to talk about the signals in step two. Okay, so the first thing is just having some awareness to go inward and to check in with the body. We call these mindful moments. I am going to do a five-minute body scan for you, and this is a little meditation, if you will, that will help guide you through checking in with your body. Because I find sometimes at the beginning, people don't know what they're looking for. They've been disconnected for so long. So I want you to go to the show notes And I'm going to give you this free little body scan so that you can start checking in with your body and you can follow the guide, you know, for the first week or so, and then you'll be able to do it yourself anytime, anywhere. This skill in and of itself is invaluable. So the first thing we're taking mindful moments and I find the best time to do this is usually transitioning from one activity to the next. So you're working and you're heading down for lunch. We're checking in. What is the body needing? This time we're probably going to hear some hunger and fullness signals. We're we're noticing some cravings, like I want something warm or I want something crispy. Maybe I'm feeling tired or I'm thirsty. Or it could be a moment after work when you're transitioning from work into the car or from car into the home where you just take a couple of deep breaths and you're checking in. Maybe you notice you're a bit high strung or a bit anxious and that becomes the invitation to take action and to get on the same team with your body. So first step is listening to your body taking mindful moments. And I want you to get that body scan in the show notes. Everybody who is listening to this should have this scan on your phone. This is free. Okay. I know you're looking for like these big golden ticket ideas, but it really is these small shifts that make all the difference. So go get the scan. All right. Step two 
is to listen to your body to recognize that it's speaking to you. The body doesn't speak in words. It speaks in signals. So here are some examples of the way that the body speaks to you. When the body needs to release pee, you feel it. There's a signal that says, I have to go pee. We all know what that feeling sounds like. And the body starts off kind of quiet, right? Oh, I kind of got to go to the bathroom. And then it gets really loud. You're like, by the time, you know, if you've held it for too long, you're like, I'm cramping. I'm just going to pee my pants. (laughs) So there's one example of the body speaking to you. Thirst is another example. It starts off really subtle. And then if you were to wait for a full day without drinking any water, and I know some of you are like, I don't drink water for a full day. Okay, if you're waiting for a long time before drinking water, you're going to become really thirsty. And it's the only thing you're going to be able to think about. The body is now yelling at you to pay attention and to take action. Same with fatigue. Another way the body speaks to you. First, you're like, I'm a little tired. And then if we wait too long, we get exhausted. We get paranoid. We can't sleep. I mean, all the symptoms are getting louder and louder and louder. So the body starts speaking in whispers and then it starts yelling. Same with pain, a little bit of pain. And then if we ignore it or if we get really hurt, it's yelling at us, please pay attention to this area. I need help. I need support. I need ice. I need a Band-Aid, whatever it is. So thinking about all the ways that your body is communicating with you, there are thousands of messages it is sending you every single day. Some of them you're tuned into and some of them you have likely learned to ignore or you believe that they are wrong. What's interesting is that the signals we most often feel are wrong are our hunger and fullness signals. Somewhere along the way, we are taught that our hunger is too much, that our hunger is wrong, that our hunger needs to be tamed, that it needs to be contained within a framework of hours, like intermittent fasting, right? We're only going to be hungry. We're only going to eat between 11 and 6 p.m. Diet culture, which is this idea or paradigm that believes that being thin, being small is, it's honestly more important than health. Like it is the pinnacle has taught us that our hunger is something to be feared, that it is something that we can't trust. And so a lot of people over time, and if you're listening to this show, I imagine you relate that you don't feel like you can trust when you're hungry or not. And so you've followed rules from other people or your hunger cues, you've ignored them at some point. Maybe you had an eating disorder or disordered eating and they feel wonky. Like you feel like you're not hungry when you should be. And then you're too hungry and all the things feel confusing. Same with your fullness levels. If you've ignored the feeling of being full and you're an emotional eater who's eating way past the point of fullness because you no longer know what that feeling is or because the emotions are driving you to eat, those signals start to get wonky. You know, you're in a relationship with your body. It's like if you are speaking to somebody else and they're never listening to you, they're ignoring you, they're telling you that you're wrong, the communication becomes broken. That person's not going to speak to you very much anymore. And it's the same thing with your body. So let's look at an example of a baby. When a baby is born, they are so cued in with their hunger and fullness signals. Like they are crying when they're hungry. They're looking for food when they start to feel hungry. 
And then when they're full, they're just done. And they're not thinking about, did I have too much milk in my bottle? Did I overdo it? No, they're just on to the next thing. Like they go to sleep or they play or they go to the bathroom. Basically all the things babies do. And then they're hungry again and they eat. And it's not complicated. There's not all these mixed messages around it. They're certainly not intermittent fasting, right? (laughs) But diet culture or our family's culture or grandma's comments or the images or article in uh, on that online magazine, they cause us to disconnect from the signals. They tell us that they're wrong. We stop listening to them. The signals get softer and softer until they fade into the background. And now we don't feel like we even know when we're hungry or when we're full. And we have to outsource that information to other people. Now we aren't working with the body. We're making choices based on what grandma said or the blog or the scientist. So the goal here is to get back on the same team as your body. Now I'm going to share more about this in the next episode next week, specifically touching on how to get back on the same team as your body. And I would like you to start working on this as we head into the holiday season because the holidays are like a trigger minefield. So I want you to listen to the episode next week if you're interested in understanding how to get back online with your hunger and fullness signals so that you're eating when you're hungry, you're stopping when you're full, and you're not eating primarily based on emotions all the time. The third step is to honor your body. So first of all, we've taken mindful moments to check in with the body Then we've listened to the body and the body's cues. And then the third step is to honor the body. So we eat when we're hungry and we stop when we're full most of the time. And we notice when we're tired, there's different types of fatigue, but we notice when we're tired and we need rest or more sleep. We notice when we're tired and we need a walk and some fresh air. We notice when something makes us feel really happy and expansive, and we make space for more of that in our life. And we notice when we're around people, places, or things that make us contract or feel smaller, and we create boundaries around those things, or we give ourselves space to fill up after we've spent time with those things. So this is how we begin to really get back on the same team as the body. This is how we begin to really work with the body. Repeating those again, we take mindful moments to check in with the body and you're going to download that body scan right now so that you have it on your phone so that you can use it and it will help you with a little check-in with your body. You're listening for cues. Do I have to go pee? Do I need water? Am I tired? Am I anxious right now? What is it that the body is saying? And then we're going to honor the body. We're listening to it. We're going to do our best to support it, working on the same team as it. I cannot tell you the profound difference it makes when you get back on the same team as your body. And when you start to look through that paradigm that your body is on your team. This is the really the first step in optimizing your wellness because you've got to be able to hear what the body's telling you if you really truly want to be well. There's so much information out there from different experts as to what you should be doing. So you've got to get on the same page with your body so you can start to determine what works for you. Because I don't know if you've noticed this, but Joe Blow over there says intermittent fasting is the deal. Somebody else is saying vegan. Somebody else is saying that you've got to have meat. Someone's saying no carbs. Someone's saying definitely add carbs. 
everybody is unique. There's not one solution that fits for everyone. So you've got to be able to work on the same team as your body to determine what is the best fit for you. And I can guarantee you, you already have a lot of information that you've gathered. So start listening, start with the body scan meditation, and then honor your body. Take what resonates from this episode, leave the rest behind. If you found it helpful, please, please, please send it on to somebody that you love and care about. It is so helpful to me in spreading the word about this show, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. So thank you in advance for sharing that or taking a screenshot. Let me know if you found this helpful by leaving a review, and I will see you next week as we dive into reconnecting with your hunger and fullness levels. And we'll start talking a bit about emotional eating as well, getting prepared for holiday season. All right, everyone. Bye. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Robbie Detox community at Robbie Detox. And remember, It's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com listen or on your favorite podcast platform.